0: Welcome to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Wood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it. Call now, 994-1017. That's 994-1017 to get into all the action. Now, here is your host, David Swope.
1: Uh, morning, morning, morning. It's not David Swoop. It's Stevie cruz Adu sitting in for David uh, for our morning report on the uh, New Mexico... Mor- uh, how do you say it? Let's see. It's Saturday morning, New Mexico Motorsport Report right here on ESPN 101.7, the team. There you go. Yeah. I always get frustrated when the mic turns on, the red light comes on. It's like, you're on the air, Steve. Go. It's like,
2: really? Come on, man. You, you know how to know. work a mic. Like, you know how to work a I've been a coming
1: here. I've been doing mics for, what, 30 years? It's like, every time. Hey, we're here talking about
2: motorsports, guys. It's a fun time. That's right.
1: And speaking of that, we'll be talking about automotive-related motorsport activities around the state and on the national scene, uh, whether it's uh, two-wheel, four-wheel, asphalt, dirt track racing, or off the road, or park and shine. And uh, we'll be talking about it. So this is New Mexico's only show devoted to the uh, motorsport-related activities with a full hour here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. David gives me this stuff to read, so I thought I'd read the whole thing this time.
2: Hey, it gets, you, gets so, you in the rhythm of it, man. All that's good, right. So we got RJ
1: in the house. How are you doing, RJ? Hey,
2: keeping busy, man. Great, fun week of full of events. Right. I mean, this, this last two weeks for the New Mexico Motorsports crew has been crazy. That's but right. It's been really darn good,
1: good. That's right. A little chilly.
2: A little bit. The cold
1: weather moved in. I'm glad it wasn't last weekend.
2: Right, last weekend we got lucky with the weather. We I sure think it's, it's, it's coming over right for the time change.
1: And, of course, awesome. we're talking about the Hooters show that we did, the Spooktacular at Hooters there on San Mateo and Albuquerque that went off like a, like, like a monster mash.
2: I, it worked out really well, man. And yeah. I had the over-under. I thought you were going to play that song a little too much. But, <laughs> no, it was a good crowd, good people. Yep. The weather was great. Hooters was really accommodating. It was. It... I mean, it, it it went off, I I think, really darn well. And so many cool cars and people were there. Right. That's I all counted really...
1: uh, My head count on vehicles, I counted about 160. So I don't know how many officially uh, registered, but a bunch of people came out and hung out. A lot of costumes, children walking around in their costumes. um you and, and the fellow uh, ESPN employees, parking cars, getting things all arranged. Everything, everything went quite smooth. We had a lot of vendors. Um, so I, I think all in all, it was a great day. Uh, Dan was out there. Dan the man behind the uh, glass there. How you doing, Dan?
2: Hey, I'm doing well. We're having some, some baseball going on here. Listen to this. Listen to this. Okay.
0: Black ball right center field. McCormick on the move. He's at the track. He's at the wall. Makes the grab. Oh, yeah. There's
1: I oh, loved God it. I love that. You know, if that ball would have been over, I think the whole game just would have changed. I think the Phillies would have won it. Mm-hmm. It would uh, have
2: changed with Bryce Harper up right oh yeah. after that tie game, bottom mm-hmm. of the ninth. Right, crazy,
1: crazy man. That game is just awesome. But tonight, the uh, what's the fifth game tonight? Sixth game. Game
2: yeah, Sixth. game six game is tonight. Game six tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hopefully, uh, Phillies might be able to tie it up, move it to a game seven. They're <laughs> playing in Houston tonight, so we'll see. Who are you rooting for? Oh. I, Watching those Phillies fans, it's hard to root against right. the Phillies. That's true. That's true.
1: Also you got Tennessee coming up, right? Yes, sir. Mr. Big Mr. Game.
2: Football. One versus two down in Athens, Georgia. Let's see if the Vols can pull it off. They're the team of destiny right now. Right on. Right on. Well that's cool. What do you what about you, RJ?
1: Who you think's gonna win the World Series?
2: I mean, who who knows really about that, man? I mean, baseball. It's the exciting time of the year. People are trying to, you know, pay attention to it. I have my eyes set on a few other things, but who's not rooting for a Game 7? That's what you're kind of rooting for in any matchup where it's winner-take-all. That's what all these races are about. That's what all the football games are about. I mean, it's... It's literally one game to kind of finish it off, and that's what we're kind of rooting for. I just love Dan was ready for the second he could. He's like, man, <laughs> hey, I got to queue it up. I think uh, Steve kind of planned it a little bit. No, it's all fun. We're talking about some good things. That's but, right. Hey, that's a lot right. of cool stuff here for the. I mean, next you got to
1: talk about the World Series. I mean, if you're in cars and everything, I'm sorry, you just got to talk about it. It's all I mean, you good. got you got Bregman's kid in there on Houston. He's doing great. Got married. Got a kid. His whole life has changed. He's got some good hits. Got some runs in. So. Uh, Give shout-outs to our local kid, uh, Bregman, out there. Now, what else is on the list? So, we got the uh, Law Tiger calendar update report yeah. brought, to you by, uh, brought to you by Yearwoods Performance Center and Law Tiger. So, uh, how's it going? What, what do we got going?
2: Yeah, we try to keep it local first so we have a cool things going on. First off, Albuquerque Dragway. I mean, it's the season's closing up, y'all. It's, it's coming very close to the end. There's only three races left, and pretty much one's going on that this weekend is going to be Sunday. So it's going to be a Sunday, November sixth. It's going to be their Europe Performance Street to Strip, one of their best known events that they know, that they're known for. Great fun time for people to come out it's from eleven a.m. to four p.m. So early, nice in the afternoon. Good time racing. Go out to Albuquerque Dragway and support. Right on. We have some cool stuff going on as well as as Roswell Dragway. Actually, they took a little bit of a break. They had a cool Trunk or Treat event that was a few weeks ago. But pretty much what they have going on this week mm-hmm. is this cool. It's a bracket race that they have going on. As well as the Rolling uh, Stone Memorial, which is kind of a cool thing where they have the Super Pros, the uh, Street Sox Motorcycles are going to be out there. There's a lot of cool events that they have that's kind of split into two, which also their Quick 8 that they have going on out there as well. But that's going on today. Hey, have some fun. If you're down in the Roswell area, I mean, you want to see a car go fast, you go out to Roswell and have a good time watching.
1: There you go. Sandia Speedway, what do they got coming up?
2: Sandia Speedway, so what they're known for, I mean, I one of the things
1: they're known for... I was going to say, actually, they're kind of closed. But, well, no, I, I think the asphalt track's still open. Yeah,
2: but one of the things they're known for is kind of this special event that they have going on. It's the original Lantern Festival. That's actually going to be going on today. You can still get a few tickets at Hold My Ticket and... uh Dot com have a fun time with s'mores, fire pits, live music, jumpers, concession stands. There's going to be over thirty thousand lanterns that are going to. Go no there. way! Oh, that's how it is. Thousands of families, friends are going to go there. There's a bunch of games during the day. It gives, uh, you know, beautiful lights in the sky. Hope the thousands and have people kind of like wish their dream when they sent up there. It's a cool once in a lifetime, breathtaking event. So always give a shout out whenever the Lantern Fest comes on.
1: Right on. That Speedway, Mo. That's uh, next weekend, right? Next
2: yes, weekend. yes. Now, of course, we got to talk. Our friends are down. So the reason, Steve, I mean, always or a actually, pleasure having you here. Yep, yeah, Today. That's everything going on today. <laughs> okay, today. Yeah. So, one thing that was fun, <laughs> now that uh, David and Spencer are actually going down, well, Spencer's already there. David's heading down up to Vado where they're going to the Twister Tribute, which is a two-day event. That's going to be November 4th and 5th, so last day going yeah. on today. Okay. With the 3060 non-wingsprints, 305 So there's going to be stock cars versus super trucks. Pure stocks and the legend cars are all going to be out there for this cool event. It was kind of a thing. We brought attention to this car. I remember uh, Caleb Seiss has been driving the Twister kind of tribute car. So it's just a, it's a big kind of celebration. I know uh, Spencer's going to call in next segment talk a little more in detail but just want right. to give a shout out for a cool event that they have going on down there vato
1: yeah he was racing last night i think he came in sixth in the heat i don't know how he finished up i didn't get a report
2: hey we'll, we're but, gonna uh, learn in just a i minute, did, man. i
1: did get a text asking if i was still up at one thirty in the morning i said no i was kind of still sleeping so uh, hopefully he had a good evening last night we'll find out here shortly when he calls in
2: Hey, we had a show to do guys so that's not that's true nothing wrong with that But then Alien's actually having this cool thing. It's actually the Open Wheel Modify Challenge that's going to be at Alien Motor Speedway where it's going to have streak stocks and Harvey stocks, the AMS Bombers, Indiana's Cubby Junior Cyclones. It's going to go on from today, where the gates open at 5.30, green flag drops at 7, and pretty much the open-wheel modified challenge is $1,000 to win. So, I mean, it's they put some money up for this cool event that they have going on. Shout-out to Alien Speedway. Anytime you have some good racing around Albuquerque, we're trying to hear to talk about it.
1: Right. And Moriarty's got the AMX coming up today. Yes. got practice going on. So the uh,
2: practice is today, yes. State championships tomorrow? That, that's a thing. So they're having everything planned up from 10 to 3. They're going to have the practice. And then tomorrow is going to be New Mexico State Championship. It's going to be round 7. So it's coming up to the end of the two-wheel uh, two wheel season. But it's just a really good time for Moriarty MX. Have fun time out there. They really do so many cool things with their big and their mini track that they have. So shout-out to Moriarty if you want to see some two-wheel racing. We'll have some fun out there.
1: Right
2: on. And then... Uh, a bunch mean, of car shows coming
1: up. we got the Veteran uh, Day's Car Show coming
2: that, up. That's the major- That's the theme, guys. There's going to be a lot of Veteran Day Car Shows, but guess right. what? I mean, it's a good time. I'm just happy there's still car shows going on in November. I thought, you know, it's starting to close up a little bit. But, hey, we're going to have some fun times out here. The first one I want to talk about is actually a first annual. It's going to be the Hatch First Annual Veterans Car Show they have going on. It's going to be the VFW post, uh, I, I guess, 12,000 or twelve zero zero eight. This is going to be in Hatch, New Mexico. Gates are open at ten a.m. They have a special thing with local vendors, and it says, "Come get your red chili out there." So I don't know if they have an abundance of red, but that's the thing. Hey, come out support. Even though it's in Hatch, it's going to be a cool time out there. A lot of great cars. I mean, and any of these veteran shows. I mean, pretty much every car show they have this weekend had kind of related to the veteran car show. Right. So it's a good thing to support.
1: All right. Well, we'll get back to some more of our Law of Tiger event calendar. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back, we'll get Mr. Spencer on the line, talk about what's going on down at the uh, Twister uh, Tribute, the Hank Arnold's Twister Tribute, that's a tongue twister, down in Vado Speedway Park, and then we'll start talking about some NASCAR. So you've been listening to the ESPN New Mexico Motorsport Report right here on 101.7, The Team. Hey, race fans, this is NASCAR team owner, Coach Joe Gibbs. You're listening to David Swope.
3: On New Mexico Motorsports Report, on ESPN Radio,
0: 1017, The Team. Hey Albuquerque, this is Bubba Wallace. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio, 1017, The Team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at NMMotorsportsReport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David.
1: Hell yeah, yeah. Welcome back. Stevie Cruz sitting in for David on this beautiful Saturday morning here on the New Mexico Motorsport Report. I got RJ in the house, Dan behind the glass. We got Lyle Greenberg in for my special guest today. We're, of course, going to be talking about NASCAR a little later in the uh, program. Uh, and we're also going to be talking about NHRA drag racing. So we got that going on. It's championship uh, racing for uh, NASCAR this weekend. NHRA is next weekend. And uh, right now, down in Vado online, I hope, we got Mr. Spencer Hill online down in Vado at the Vado Speedway Park, uh, hanging on, putting on the Hank Arnold's Twister t- Tribute Show down there, running yesterday and running today. What's going on, Spence?
4: Hey Steve, it is a dynamite weekend down here in Las Cruces right at uh, Vado Speedway Park. It is amazing, man.
1: Right on. So um, how'd it go yesterday? Was a good turnout. Um, I heard heard you had little issues getting down there, but you made it, and I heard everything's going smooth.
4: Yeah, uh, <laughs> for myself, it was a little bit of a, a sketchy start to the weekend. Right. Uh, blew a trailer hub on the way down, so I had to trisplit into the Speedway. Um, and man, I, I gotta be honest, my luck did not get much better from the point, uh, when I got into the racetrack. Cause, uh, once I got in, unfortunately some motor gremlins, uh, I had to fight throughout the night, but you know, it, we dug hard. We put our heads down and tried the best we could. I patched it up uh to the best of my ability and right uh we were deep in the feature i went from i believe i started 19th and ended up with the top 10 so uh something to build on for tonight it was a crazy feature at least for the non-wing sprint car side of it man uh in the a feature first lap opening lap uh we saw a big ride by the number 21 of caleb stelzig uh getting into the fence on his own and just flipping really hard right and uh couple other wrecks throughout the night too it it was really really crazy i think the highlight of the whole night last night though uh was in the 305 wing race with caleb Seiss and Wes wofford they were going side by side slide job after slide job uh the crowd was getting into it man and i am so excited to see what's on deck for tonight because it's going to be a really really good show over uh 24 non-wing sprint cars And I believe we are right at the 20 mark with the 305 wing car. So if you like sprint car racing, the Votto Speedway Park is the place to be later on this afternoon for the Hank Arnold Twister tribute to the legends of New Mexico sprint car racing. And Steve, I don't know if you saw any pictures yet, but we have some vintage sprint cars in the house over here. Gary Tilly has his Johnny Caples throwback car up in the grandstand area, as well as the original Twister uh, brought over from tucson arizona hank arnold's restored car is over here in the grandstand area so come on by plenty of time still to get down for tonight's event uh it's the last one of the year for Vado speedway park last race you're probably going to be able to catch in new mexico too for the year so uh if you want to get that last lick of race and I really, really encourage everybody to come down to Vado Speedway tonight.
1: Vado Speedway, that's in between uh, El Paso and Las Cruces, or is it in Las Cruces? Where, where's that at,
4: like, actually? Yeah, so it is right in between Las Cruces and El Paso, like really pretty much right smack in the dab in the middle, uh, really easy to get to. It's about literally 15 minutes outside of Las Cruces. So uh, if anybody's ever made that drive, it's really a quick just – Three-hour, John, if you're not telling, uh, really easy to get down to. But, of course, if you cannot catch the action live tonight, I know a little little bit of people are afraid of the cold, and deservingly so, it was a little chilly last night. You could always watch that on watchfye.tv. Gotcha. gotcha.
1: So everything else going good? Cars ready to go today? you got the family down there? and. Uh... Hope, hope well, Steve, well
4: I would be lying to you if I told you I didn't just wake up. So, oh, wow. uh, no, not everything <laughs> is ready to go yet, but it will be <laughs> shortly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine. Somebody's texting me at one thirty last night seeing if I was still up, so I figured you boys were uh, having a good time.
4: Well, you know, you got to celebrate rolling it in the box in one piece sometimes. That's right, that's
1: right. But, hey, let's bring up last weekend a little bit. The Hooters show last week. What would you think about that? We did the Hooters Halloween uh, Spooktacular last week. You were there uh, uh, doing, uh, handling the whole situation, you and David. So uh, I thought it went off pretty good. What do you think?
4: Well, Steve, you know me. I, I'm not a car show guy. Yeah, I know. That's I, a... I, try, I, I try my best. Like, uh, Of course, I have my hand in so many things when it comes to automobiles that it, it, it's hard for me to really pinpoint and, right. and be able to tell myself whether or not um, I'm doing a good job because I do do so many things in the industry. But I had a, you know, regardless, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, like that—that that was one of the most fun times I've ever had at a car show. Uh, of course, we had—I I don't think I'll ever forget. Um, all of the costume contests. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure the kid that won the costume contest right. is on um, still has his arms uh, out.
1: Arms straight out. yeah. A from, he was uh, probably about eight, no, maybe six, seven year old uh, young child, a boy, and he was Frankenstein. And he had his yeah, arms he... straight out the whole time during the whole contest. That that was just hilarious. And he of course, he still has his arms out. Yeah, he, out, he still I has them to out God. today. Yep. yep. And it was by audience participation with applause. And uh, I think everybody's ears were ringing by the end of that uh, competition that day. The, yeah, I, I
4: think so, too. But you know what? It was just a lot of fun. Everybody tried their damnedest. They they went in and, and they decorated their cars. Right. Everybody was dressed up. Uh, the trunk or treat went great. I don't think any kids went home without wow. a pail full of candy. So... It was just a really, really fun time. I think everybody enjoyed getting back to that Hooters Halloween car show. I think they
1: did. Yes, they did. And it it, it was a, a dang, dang good turnout. And uh, the Hot Wheel Track was out there and the uh, brought to you by the uh, Napa Auto. Gave us a bunch of Hot Wheels for the Hot Wheel Racetrack and the Valve Cover Racetrack um, where the uh, Land of Enchantment GTO Club helped out. So I want to give a shout-out to those people for helping, uh, helping uh, us out on that uh, Hooters show. So that, yeah, that was a it, great show.
4: It really was, and I just think that everybody had a great time, and I'm really excited to say that we're going to plan on doing it again next year. So if you liked what you saw or if you uh, maybe didn't get a chance to go, you're going to have another opportunity in 2023. So I'm really, really excited. We
1: that. even had a dog dress-up contest. We had about four dogs uh, brought to you by Clark's Pet Emporium, so we'd like to thank them, too. Uh, hopefully uh, next year we get some more dogs and uh, cats in the show, which was pretty interesting. That uh, uh, what was a husky that just talked and talked and talked. And it's like, like, it was like, cheer for me. I thought that was just hilarious. That, that was just a good time.
4: <laughs> the Husky was, the, I mean, everything was great about it. What, <laughs> what do you think, Steve? How did that, like, line up against all the other car shows that you've been to? Because you've been doing this for a long yeah, time, man. way too much.
1: That actually, that, that was like uh, like I, I, I told you guys. Uh, that was one of the best shows we've had in probably three or four years, uh, pre, uh, pre-COVID. pre And uh, the turnout and the participation and just the way everything ran smooth. So uh, you boys uh, should be, uh, have, you know, have your head up high and be proud of what you did. And uh, it just went real smooth. It was a great turnout and uh, a lot of good comments. And uh, hopefully we do it all again next year.
4: Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what we can do to build on it. Um, it was kind of a trial run, to be honest with you, too. And we we learned so much. Of course, uh, it, it was kind of nervous taking that show over from Reggie Tibbetts. Everybody knows him around albuquerque as the car show guru so um it's not an easy thing to take over after somebody else and and a legacy that he's built but we're going to do our best to build on that legacy but also bring a new taste into that car show as well as a lot of others around uh, albuquerque and surrounding areas in new mexico so i'm really excited to see what next year has to bring um and of course, we're gonna keep everybody up to date right here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team.
1: That's right. I'm changing gears now. NASCAR, big weekend. Your favorite time of year. So what do you think? It, Joey Legato gonna pull it out? So,
4: it, <laughs> here's the thing. You got... Four drivers right. that are all really, really hungry this weekend for different reasons. Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, they're both going for their second title. Right. Ross Chastain, after the craziest move I've ever seen in the history of NASCAR last Wouldn't, weekend. What do you have a- to lose? I right. think they said after the race, why not us? And, you know, why not them? Why not Team Trackhouse? Uh, they're coming in with a lot of momentum, and I think that Ross Chastain, uh, he's just going to send it the same way this weekend. I don't see why he isn't going to do everything he possibly can not to bring a title home to that Nashville-based team. And then another person that might be hiding in the weeds a little bit, a lot of people are counting him as an underdog this weekend, but I'm not. Christopher Bell, he is really, really consistent, and he's had his back against the corner uh, of two of the last four weeks. And let me remind everybody, he won those races. I know that everybody's talking about Ross Chastain's move from last weekend, but you cannot discount what Christopher Bell has done. He has doubled his win total in the last four weeks, and if there's any time to peak, it is right now heading into this championship race at Phoenix Raceway.
1: Very true, very true. I think the odds favorite are there there were for Joey, but I'm um I'm rooting for Elliott, but uh I don't know. You never know, after the truck race last night, that was in, uh, that was a, uh, a lot of action going on. I was watching that, and uh, you just never know what happens on the last three laps of any of these races. But uh, I know,
4: and as you saw in the truck race, too, I mean, heartbreak for Ty Majeski last night. Yep. Going for it, going for second place there. Yep. Uh, Finn's out, going down the back straightaway, giving it his all, but then that lines up an amazing race to the finish between the last three contenders. And, of course, as everybody saw, Zane Smith. Coming home with that title, a uh, very emotional moment. Big moment for his team, uh, and, and he could not be happier, and deservingly so. He really had a great, great season right. with that front row motorsports truck team. Uh, they did a good job all year of staying out of trouble. They weren't in the center of the news in the truck series, which seems to be a good thing right now in NASCAR, and they really just they clutched it. I don't know what else to say about that. Right. They did an awesome job. Uh, what a truck race too! Right. It, it was an amazing one last night. I'm still looking at all the highlights right now. Cool. I can't believe I missed it. I'm really well, angry about that part hey, of it. Hey, tell you but. what,
1: tell you what, we got to cut in for a short break. You want to stick around? Come back on on the other side of it.
4: Absolutely, let's do it again. All
1: right, hold on to there. All right, this is Stevie Cruz. We got Spencer online. We got R.J. Dan. We got Lyle Greenberg in the house. You're listening to ESPN New Mexico Motorsport Report right here on 1017 The, the Team. team. Hey, Albuquerque,
0: this is Joey Logano, driver number 22, Shelpenzo Ford, and you're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio Albuquerque one zero one seven fifteen. Hey, Albuquerque, this is AJ Almaning, our driver of the number 16 Chevy Camaro for College Racing. You are listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio. One, oh, one,
4: seven, the team.
0: The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Gearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David.
1: Oh, no, we got Stevie Cruz Adu sitting in for David. On the line, we got Spencer calling in live from uh, Votto Speedway, and uh, we got R.J. in the house, Dan. We got Lyle Greenberg sitting in, sitting in. We'll talk about some NHRA here in a minute, but uh, let's finish up on some NASCAR with Spencer. Spencer, so uh, you're down there in Votto. We got NASCAR Championship weekend coming on, and uh, I read something about Jimmy Johnson's coming back. What, what, what do you think about that?
4: Yeah, how about that news yesterday? I don't know if a lot of people was expecting this. I certainly was not. I think that was one of the craziest announcements that I've heard in a long, long time. But uh, for those of you that might have missed it, so Jimmy Johnson is going to obtain an ownership stake in Petty GMS and get this, the best part of this news, he is going to make select starts next year. He is back in a Cup Series car in 2023 on a part-time basis. Starting with the biggest race of the year, the Daytona 500.
1: Daytona, and uh, I am think uh, he'll probably run in the 600. He'll run in the, uh, I think he'll do the Indy. I was reading some more on that. So uh, I'm kind of excited. I mean, he's 47 years old, but uh, what's the number mean, right?
4: Yeah, I, I, I mean, he has proven it time and time again. He's willing to try new things. And let's not forget, he's a seven-time champion over the span of a lot of rule changes, a lot of different cars. And we haven't seen what he's been able to do with this new car yet. So I think that's going to create a lot of parity in the field. And I would expect him to do quite well. Uh, Daytona hasn't been one of his best tracks traditionally. So that might not be a great test. But as you said, he's planning on doing select other events as well. And I would expect him to try to do that Nashville race as well as a a few others. I mean, maybe the Chicago Street course that we have coming up. uh, Maybe – I don't know, North Wilkesboro. I mean, everybody's talking about that all-star race. It's already sold out. I could see him doing that as well. So I think we'll get a good uh, view, at least, to see where he's at in his career. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's a really appropriate way to wrap things up. Uh, Two seven-time Cup Series champions teaming up together uh, to kind of do a swan song. It's a beautiful thing.
1: Right. And I see they're bringing back the Bushlight class at the L.A. Coliseum next year.
4: Absolutely. We're going to have the Bushlight Clash back at the Coliseum. Uh, one of the fan favorites last year, of course, nobody really knew how it was going to work out last year uh, for those of you that might not know much about it. They literally put a temporary asphalt surface down in the middle of LA Coliseum. Right. And It ends up being about a quarter mile track and we run all these stock cars on it. Somehow, it worked out to be a great show. Yeah, it was. I, I'm still kind of surprised on how well that went, but we get to see that again. That's going to open up the season in 2023 for the NASCAR Cup Series.
1: And under the lights yet in the evening. prime time TV.
4: Even better. That's what I like to hear. Right, right.
1: Well, right on, Spencer. Well, um, what time's, uh, time's uh, suit-up time tonight? 7 o'clock? 8 o'clock?
4: Yeah, so races are going to start a little bit earlier tonight. Racing starts at 5.30. Um, and that's just to kind of get fans in and out of here a little bit quicker. Of course, the weather is a little bit chilly, but 5.30 is when racing is going to start. And, uh, yeah, just, I really, really hope some people will come on down. It's a great event. We're planning on trying to do this and build it to be bigger and better every year. Uh, of course, this couldn't happen without the help of David and the New Mexico Motorsports Report, uh, Halburn's Truck and Equipment, Jackson Compaction, Votto uh, Speedway Park was nice enough to help us along and do this. And Performance Plus, Budlong, Long, Power Eye, MBT, Minx Motorsports, they put on a great barbecue last night. Right uh, Sherman Barnett with Barnett, Harley Davidson, Hunter Racing Museum, and a few other people have really pitched in to really make this a great event. Uh, everybody's having a great time. And one of the cool things, too, that we were able to do uh, here with the show was I made an official program. We're giving away seven hundred and fifty of these. The first fans that come through, uh, so come grab your official program, free to anybody that would like one. Thirty-two pages, and it is based off of the original nineteen sixty-six NMRA program. So, uh, really, really proud of that. And hopefully, we can have a really good show tonight, and all the drivers stay safe. And uh, we just put on uh, a pretty much a barn burner. That's what yeah. I want to see.
1: And that's the Hank Arnold's Twister Tribute. at the the Avado Speedway Park. That Twister tribute, man, that is a tongue twister. Tribute to the legends of sprint car racing going down in Avado Speedway. Spencer down there hanging out. Well, good luck to you. And one last word, who's going to win tomorrow? NASCAR, who's going to win?
4: Oh, man. Well, Steve, you know I like to gamble a little bit. And uh, based off that, I'm going to throw Ross Chastain out there.
1: All right. All right. You heard it first right here. Well, you have a good time. Be careful, and we'll see you when you get back in town.
4: Thank you, buddy. You guys have a great show, and have a fantastic day. And now, you and Lyle, the yeah, floor yeah, is yours. Yeah, NHRA yeah. time, ladies yeah, and gentlemen.
1: Yeah. Get, get off. Get out of here. Go. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> There's Spencer, live with us, down in Vado Speedway Park. Let's get into some real
3: racing. We got Lyle Greenberg here, hanging out with us in the studio, Talked about some NHRA. How you doing, Lyle? I am doing great. It's a great Saturday morning. Love right. hearing about Spencer's racing. Let's talk about NHRA. That's right. Next weekend's the big final, the big final championship
1: out in California. We're going to crown a champ. We already crowned a champ in pro stock. We got Erica Erica Andos uh, pulled it off. She won nine races this year. Uh, she, her goal was to win ten, and she just outran everybody this year in pro stock. And uh, poor Greg Anderson, he got up to his hundredth win this year. Finally, won the championship last year, but I think he came in sixth or seventh this year. Uh, something about Pro Stock. Uh, I hate to say it, I think age creeps up with you about cutting lights. What do
3: you think about that? Well, I hope not because I'm getting pretty well, old too, you know. But uh, no, you know, Erica still cut a very good light. <laughs> Erica is an exceptionally good driver. Um, right. You know, you gotta you gotta hold her up. With the Bob Gliddens and the Lee Shepherds and, and everybody else that's been stars of Pro stock for years and years and years, and honestly, back in the day when Glidden and Shepherd and all those guys dominated, they were really the dominant car, right These days, everybody is so close. I mean the driver makes a bigger difference now it than does. it did back in the day.
1: it does. I mean I'll go back to Greg Anderson. he's just cutting uh, what zero four zero five zero six lights and. Nowadays, you've got to cut like a point zero um, a two, point zero
3: nine. Yeah, you, better, you better. We're talking
1: about reaction time yeah, out you there. You better
3: go 20 on the tree or right. you're in trouble. Right, right. So uh, so next
1: weekend for Pro Stock is just uh, who uh, winner can win at the uh, out in California, since Erica already pulled that off. pro. Uh, let's see, Pro Mod. Pro Mod ended back in Texas. Uh, let's see. I had my paperwork
3: here. Chris Thorne.
1: That's right. Chris Thorne pulled that out. In, uh, in a in, in a in pro, pro charge. charge car in a pro in a,
3: charge car, right?
1: So um, they took care of that already. In motorcycle, in pro stock motorcycle, that's been a close class. Uh, close class. Uh, Matt Smith is is our leader out there with Joey uh, Gladstone. Oh, Joey, the youngest one out there racing here lately. Joey uh, uh, about well, a few weeks ago, eh, about a month ago, he won two in a row. Jumped him up the ladder. Now he's in second place. So I'm really rooting because that's a real family organized uh, race team there. Where Matt Smith and his wife Angie Smith, Angie's in Fort, but Matt might pull it out again, and I think that may be his fifth championship, if I'm not mistaken, uh, for Matt Smith he's, in our pro stock he, motorcycle. He's going to have to really screw up to yeah. not win. I mean, right. he's, he's really way got, ahead; he's got it in the bag. Yeah, I was rooting for Angel. And I was really rooting for her. She was doing so good in the beginning of the year, and then she just kept falling off, falling off, cutting bad lights, or the throttle cable broke, or something happened. I just had some bad luck with Angel. But I was really rooting for her. She's probably wound up in sixth or seventh place. But, uh, rooting for Matt Smith. We can move up to the big boys now, which I wanted to get to in the funny car class. We got Robert Height. He's in first place right now in the John Force team. And Ron Caps is right behind with 61 points. Matt Hagen, 63. And John Force is in fourth place. John Force. He's 72 now, I think. I, I don't know, but he's hes, he's, still he's older than I am. Yeah.
3: What do you think? How long do you think John Force can keep running? As, as long as he can keep the sponsorship money flowing, he's uh-huh. going to keep doing it until right. he physically can't get in and out of the car. Really? So but, in a couple but, more years? Well, I don't know. I mean, there's rumors that uh, they've lost the AAA deal. And, uh, if they lose the AAA that's deal. Funny.
1: you bring that up, uh, uh, I just read an article where next year we're promoting to Winter Nationals and that is going to be brought to you by In and Out Burger. Yep. Which for years has been AAA, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, no? Yes, it has. Yes. It
3: has been AAA for years and I think that that's part of the deal. Right.
1: So you think uh, they may have lost that whole
3: Well, I, sure. I, I don't know, but I, I think that, um, you know, if, if they can't find more money. Right. I assume that force would retire and height would keep running the funny car. But at the same time, it's hard to imagine they're not going to have a big whoop de doo force retirement tour right. for a last year. So since they haven't, that would be a blowout.
1: That, I mean, it's all about selling t-shirts, right?
3: all about selling t-shirts. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's my gig too. All kid? about selling yeah, I'm t-shirts. I'm going to bring
1: that up in the next segment. So we're going to take a break. We got Lyle Greenberg in the house. We're going to, uh, come back, talk some more about NHRA, talk about more about Funny Car. Talk about Tony Stewart and his debut coming up just uh, just a little shy of winning. And uh, you've been listening to uh, the New Mexico Motorsport Report right here on ESPN Radio, 101.7 The, the Team. team.
3: This is Darrell Walker, three-time NASCAR champion, and you're listening to David Swope on the New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN Radio, 101.715.
1: This is Al Unser, four-time winner of the Indy 500. You've been listening to David Slope of the New Mexico Motorsport Report on ESPN Radio 101.7. The team. The pit
0: stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David.
1: Oh, no. We got Stevie Cruz Hate, hey, who's sitting in for David today on this beautiful Saturday morning on your New Mexico Motorsport Report. Talking about NHRA, we got Lyle Greenberg in the house, RJ, Dan behind the glass. And it's just a great day. Next weekend's the final championship for NHRA out at the Auto Club uh, Raceway out in Pomona. And uh, we're just sitting here talking a little bit about the funny car class we ended off in. Like I said, we had Robert Heights in first and Ron Caps. Robert Heights. I don't know. You think Mag Hagan
3: and the new Tony Stewart team can maybe pull it off there, Lyle, and maybe win a championship? Well certainly they looked awesome last weekend in Las yes. Vegas. I, I was at the Las Vegas race last weekend. Yes you were and they just they just ripped everybody's throat out there. Um, they look great. But they're sixty three points behind. Right. The only thing that gives them a chance is that Pomona is a fifty percent extra points bonus. So the points are fifty percent more. Right? Typical race uh, you get a hundred points to win the race. Right. Pomona, you get one hundred and fifty. Gotcha. Uh, first round loser, typical race, you get twenty. First round loser at Pomona gets thirty. So that's the only hope that Matt Hagen has so if, is if, he's uh, got to go rounds, and ha- Height has to lose early. So if, yeah, if Heights goes out first round, or Ron Caps and Matt Hagen go all the way to the final, wouldn't that be something? Yeah, it would be cool. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I'm. And if all three of them went out and John Force won it. Who knows? Well, John, uh, John, mathematically can't win. Hey, it's just <laughs> not going to happen. There's always hope. <laughs> no, there's no hope there.
1: Uh then we got Top Fuel. Top Fuel. We got Brittany Force. <laughs> Brittany Force. She's been number one qualifiers almost every race this year. Justin Ashley, seven points back. Uh, Mike Salina, sixty-six, and Antron Brown, and Steve Torrance hanging in there at eighty-seven. So you got five racers in Top Fuel. That is such a close class because i figure with britney's odds of pulling out a good light is very rare where i'm almost thinking anton brown may just pull that out but i don't know
3: Mm, it's going to be either britney or justin Ashley. it's i don't think anybody's going to be able to beat them it's hard to imagine both of those racers stumbling early. They're going to go rounds, and it'll be one of the two. And honestly, I mean, Brittany's taken a lot of a lot Three. of flack over yeah. her driving and stuff. I mean, David Grumnick is a awesome. masterful tuner. He's unbelievable, yep. um, and they've been quick. But I, I think this last race in Vegas gave Brittany a lot of confidence. I think she's going to look good, and I think they're going to do well. How many teams do you think keep hitting up David to come? Come over to their side oh, I'm sure he, he's, he's in demand um, he, he's an interesting guy you know he he really uh, he makes most of his money just as a day trader he sits in his home in Montana and really? plays the market every day you heard it first um, right here I and know that. Uh, he, he he's just a genius he's great with with numbers He's great with analysis uh, I think you'd call him a quant a quantitative analysis guy <laughs> And uh, and he's a great IT guy. Right. He steps in and just kills it on the IT side, too. Right, right. Yeah, I, I'm a big David Grumlick fan.
1: Yeah, I'm sure John Forrest kind of gets nervous sometimes when people come up to him asking him, come to our side, because uh, his daughter is awesome. I mean, they got a great car, and theoretically, if she does cut a good light, I mean, they should win the championship, and... That would be nice for her to win her second one.
3: Well, I mean, I, I they're going to have to win the race, probably. Right. I mean, Justin Nationally, he lost first round in Las Vegas, and I'm sure that hurt. He was probably really he was shocked over by that because, uh, um, uh, uh, Milliken. Milliken pulled it out where he barely qualified in the race that whole week last week. Yeah, that was, a that was kind of an upset. And, yes. uh, uh Justin is great on the tree. Um you talked about the old guys. He's a young guy and right. that young guy really can't cut a light. Now I gotta tell you, running a nitro car myself, yes. I see these guys cutting O three, O four, O five lights, and I have to cock my head and kinda wonder how the heck they do it because I can tell you with a centrifugal clutch it ain't easy to cut a light. It ain't letting go it ain't like letting go of a button on a trans brake. But um I don't know. I can't cut O two or O three lights very good, but uh, those guys make eleven thousand horsepower, and I only make four thousand horsepower. So I'm going to just it up to, I'm going to chalk it up, chalk to that. it up to horsepower.
1: Well, let's jump it over to Mr. Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart made his big debut in the uh, alcohol dragsters, which now the alcohol dragsters can run top fuel, um, top uh, can run nitro
3: now. Well, if it, you're not supercharged, it's always been like that. There's always been the option of injected right. nitro. Um, for many years in the early days of the class, most people couldn't figure out the injected nitro combination. Right. But over the last 15 or 20 years, they've really figured it out. And in a lot of ways, it's, it's an easier car to drive because you don't have to rev it up on the starting line like an alcohol car. You don't have okay. to shift. You don't have to do anything like that. So it's an easier car to drive. And um, on another note, they're going to change
1: that. Funny car next year will be allowed to run that in the alcohol class. We'll be able to run nitro
3: now. They, they are adding that. Um, that will change up the class I, a little bit. Well, I, you think? I, I don't know if it will to start with. I mean, the rules package that they came out with the, for the injected nitro mm-hmm. doesn't look particularly good. There's, there's quite a few parts of the rules that just won't work very well the way the injected nitro dragsters do. Um, I actually raced next to an injected nitro funny car at the Funny Car Chaos Classic at the uh, Texas Motorplex in in March. Randy Meyer had a car there with Julie Natas driving, and uh, I made a, a qualifying run against them, and they went up and smoked against us, and they couldn't get the car to go down the track. Okay, But there are some other cars that have run injected nitro and funny car. Todd Barker, in particular, who's done quite well with it but not in the NHRA legal trim. Um, hmm. they're they're limiting the nitro percentage. Um, there's a weight rule, there's a wing rule, a spoiler rule. Uh, most so of the they're guys are just going
1: to make it difficult.
3: Most of those guys that I most of the guys I know are saying that it probably isn't going to be the combination to start with. Um, and frankly, I think NHRA's lost their mind doing it because yeah. It just adds another layer of problems for NHRA from a parity standpoint. Okay. They struggle with parity on the dragster side with the injected nitro cars and the blown alcohol cars. They have a hard time keeping parity between those two combinations. Okay. I'm shocked they decided to go that way in Funny Car too.
1: Okay. Back to Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart made his debut, made it through all the way to the finals, and came out just a bit short racing up against the uh, Madison Payne. In the, uh, in the alcohol class, uh, Madison Payne, just a youngster, 21 years old, but uh, happens to be the daughter of uh, the old uh, top fuel driver, Shelly Anderson, correct?
3: That is true. Daughter of Shelly Anderson, right. daughter of Jay Payne, who I raced with in Top Alcohol Funny Car in the 90s and early 2000s. Right. Granddaughter of Brad Anderson of Brad Anderson Enterprises, who makes all sorts of stuff that right. the alcohol cars run. So, yeah, she, she's got a good background.
1: Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, I'm kind of I was rooting for the girl. I'll tell you the truth. I didn't think Tony Stewart needed to win his first race right out of the gate. I'm with you.
3: I yeah. really didn't think he needed to, too. And it was close. I mean, when he, had, said, I
1: mean, he had the best team I well, think money could buy.
3: Well, I mean, he was driving a Rich McPhillips car. Rich McPhillips right. runs a two-car team. Their other car is Jasmine Salinas, Mike Salinas's daughter. Okay. And uh, McPhillips knows how to make the injected nitro combination run. And it was perfect for Tony Stewart because he's got so much stuff going on. Right. He didn't need to be worrying about the car. He just needed to jump in and drive. So you think next year he'll be in a top fuel car, Tony? I imagine probably a limited schedule of some sort.
1: I think it's it's good for uh um what's the word for it it's good for NHRA it's good for other people to get involved it's it's good for like we said t-shirt sales it's a uh, it's an, it's a NASCAR guy that's jumped the fence and gone into drag racing well he, and he, he's married to Leah Pruitt and I mean what else can you go wrong there and uh, he's he's just got a good team with Matt Hagen driving the funny car he
3: so. he does and and honestly it's been so interesting watching him do this. Um, I've, I've been amazed at how humble he's been about right. it. He talks all the time yeah. about how much different it is and, and, and harder than he thought it would be. Right. Um, he talks about how difficult the process is with a drag car versus a NASCAR deal where you jump in and drive. Right. Um, he, um, he, he's good for the sport.
1: Well, that's good. I, th- I think it's going to be great. I think next year we'll see a lot of exciting things out of the Tony Stewart camp. And uh, I'm sure John Forrest will probably have something up his sleeve, and
3: uh, rest of the group. Yeah, yeah. it's it's going to be a fun year. Yep.
1: Well, Lyle, I appreciate you coming in, talking to us about NHRA. We got, like I said, the big championship race next weekend. Uh, hopefully, Brittany Forrest can pull it out. I'm kind of rooting for, uh, kind of rooting for Matt Hagen, kind of on the funny car, just uh, so Tony Stewart can take home the championship.
2: And uh, that's uh,
1: It's been a fun-filled day. What do you for think, sure? RJ?
2: No. Hey, Steve, <laughs> always a pleasure, man. Thank you so much for coming in and helping us uh, with this show. It's a fun time. I mean, of course, talking about some uh, drag racing, I'm happy to have you all on. Right.
1: Well, it's was good to have Spencer on. He's live down there in Vado Speedway Park putting on the Big Twister Tribute Show. Dan in the glass. Like I said, RJ, I'd like to thank Lyle for coming in on this beautiful Saturday. And you've been listening to the New Mexico Motor Sport Report right here on ESPN Radio, 101.7. The team. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by wood Performance, Albuquerque Driveway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate, here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Join us daily at NMMotorsportsReport.com and become part of the community. Tune in next week, where your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it.